Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Uh, to initiate, initiate your miracle. Initiate your miracle. There's a lot, when we go through the congregation, we could come up with a lot of things about a miracle and we did Wednesday night we started having testimonies of what miracles have happened in our life and, and we could have been here for days <laughs> talking about the miracles of the Lord and I got to thinking about it you know really we need the Lord every day because we need a miracle every day from him getting up out of bed is a miracle breathing is a miracle beating of the heart is a miracle being able to uh, live life is a miracle, and I thank the Lord for it, that he's with us every day. But you know, one of the greatest miracles of all, one of the greatest miracles of all, when you, I mean, I've seen a lot of miracles. I've seen the dead raised. I've seen uh, uh, cancers fall off. Uh, I've seen tumors fall off. I've seen things. It's just amazing. And it's all about God. It's all about God. But the thing about it is, there is no miracle. You know, you can look at all these things. Some could say, well, the greatest miracle is see someone blind see. Or see someone deaf hear. Or see someone uh, that is lame get up and walk. The greatest miracle of all is for someone to repent of their sins, be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the greatest miracle. Salvation is the greatest miracle of all. It is a great miracle. The greatest miracle. Because when you consider salvation, the blind will see. Deaf ears will be unstopped. The Bible says that, that uh, those that are in prison will be set free. I can attest to that because that happened to me. You know, when you ask God to forgive you, there is a supernatural power in repentance. A supernatural power in repentance. And when you're baptized and take on the name of Jesus, there is a supernatural power in baptism. And there is a supernatural power in receiving His Spirit into our lives. And that, that's a miracle. So I'd like to take you to the book of Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10 and, and verse 52. And as you're turning there, we're glad to have our guests with us here today. Lord bless you. Amen. It's good to have Brother Eric here. We love Brother Eric and his friend Mike. God bless you. Amen. Good to have you in the house of the Lord. And one of these days, we're going to have a homecoming where everybody's here. And we're going to be excited. So it's uh, the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 52. Initiate your miracle. And it says here in Mark 10, 52, And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. But I want you to go back and look here at the scripture. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, 
And Jesus said unto him, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Thy faith. There's something powerful in faith. In the power of faith. Amen. You may be seated. Now in this story, we, uh, we read that and they came to Jericho, Jesus and his disciples, they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging, probably like he had done many times, many days many days of his life, begging. And verse 7, And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now I know that in this scripture it says, uh, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. Now, I'm going to go back a little bit here. I want to go back and let us understand here. Of course, he heard Jesus of Nazareth was coming, but... There's got to be some point where he heard about the miracles of Jesus. Otherwise, uh, he probably wouldn't have got so excited about this. Here he was a blind man and he wouldn't have got so excited about it, but yet he had heard before about the testimony of Jesus. How he had opened the blinded eyes, how he had, the lame had got up and walked, how that the Deaf had heard, uh, demons were cast out, uh, lives came back to life that were dead, and miracles after miracles after miracles of things that we look at as great, great miracles. Sometimes we categorize miracles. But let me tell you something, even the small things that are important to you and to me are a miracle to us. Uh, They might not be small to us, some, it might be something small, but to us it's something big. But there is going to be miracles here today in this house. There will be miracles today in this house. Amen. There will be miracles. And it's not because of me. It's not because of me. Anybody could stand up behind this pulpit and preach the word. But it's not because of me. It's simply because of God. It's simply because he's the one that performs the miracle. It's simply because God's word is truth and we hear it and we believe it. It's simply because, and these are some factors here that we have to consider that if a miracle is going to come forth, uh, it's because of God, it's because of God's word, and it's also because of your faith. And it's also because of the response of your faith. You see, we can see miracles here today, and I know that that God wants to do so much more than what we could even imagine. He wants to heal. He wants to deliver. He wants to set people free. But it comes down to, He wants to do all of these things, but it comes down to how much do we simply believe that God will do it, and not just do it. We know that He has done it. We've got testimonies here in this building today. People could raise their hands and say, God healed me. And we know that he's done it for them. They got a testimony. We cannot take that testimony away from them. I've got testimony. You can't take that testimony away from me.
because I've been there, I've seen it, I experienced it, I know what God did for me. He healed me, he delivered me, he set me free. But yet there are testimonies in this building today of what God has done. But it came down to, for that miracle to take place, it was because of God, it was because of God's word, it was because of us believing in God's word, it was because of our faith to believe in that word, it was also because of our response to that faith. We could believe all day long, but unless we respond to the faith, then we're not going to see the miracle. We've got to respond to the faith. We've got to take a step of faith, and that's where... It comes into, in my title today, initiate your miracle. What does initiate mean? It means to cause or facilitate the beginning of. And to me, it's a, it's a thought of taking a step. If I want to see something happen, I've got to take a step. Now, I realize if God's not in it, it's not going to happen. God's the healer. God's the deliverer. God's the one that sets us free. If God's word is not a part of it, it's not going to happen. Uh, if I don't respond in faith, then I know it's not going to take place. God's not going to force it upon us. And uh, your response to that faith is important. But we've got to take the initiative to step out in faith and believe God for a miracle. So the, <coughs> the reason why I say, and, and I know that there's a miracle here in this house, because I know that as we respond to that faith, something great is going to happen. Amen? Because that's what God said. Yes, go ahead and give the Lord praise. Give Him thanks here today. You know what you're doing as you praise the Lord? You're saying to the Lord, I believe it. I believe it. So I want to be able to initiate that miracle in my life and for you to initiate that miracle in your life. It takes a step. Now, I realize in our world today that... Uh, uh, there's a lot of things that we consider success. There's a lot of things that we consider uh, of someone that has arrived in, in whatever situation, whatever position, whatever. Uh, there's a different mode of, of, of uh, miracles in the, in the spiritual realm, though. But when we look at this, there was a, a young man. He was born in Columbus, Ohio in 1890. And uh, he was the third of eight children. And at the age of 11, he quit school to help with the family expenses. And he got him a full-time job, and he made a whole $3.50 per week. That's a lot of money, isn't it? No. It's not a lot of money today, but back then it was probably a decent job. $3.50 a week. Can you imagine? But loaf of bread, gas, all of these things were a whole lot cheaper then. Matter of fact, um, gas is a whole lot more for a gallon than $3.50. So we will go on past that. I don't want to get on that subject. I will be here for hours. But at the age of 15, he got interested in automobiles. And, when, and he went to work in a garage, and then he got a raise going to work in this garage, and he started making uh, a lot more money, $4.50 a week. A lot more money, well, a dollar more a week. But he made more money, and he knew that he would never get anywhere uh, without more schooling. So he subscribed to a correspondence home study course on automobiles. His desire was to work on automobiles. That was his, that was his lifelong dream. Night after night, following long days at the garage, he worked diligently trying to learn. He worked at the kitchen table at night 
with books and, and by the light of the kerosene lamp, his next step was already planned for him in his mind was to have a job with uh, Frayer Miller Automobile Company of Columbus, Ohio. That was his goal. He set some dreams for himself. So he was trying to learn everything that he could. He wanted to take those steps to be able to fulfill that dream. And then one day, one day, he felt ready. He felt like he was ready to work, to work on automobiles. So he, he, uh, he went to, um, uh, to a plant. He walked into this plant. And Lee Frayer was the owner. He was bent over uh, the hood of a car. And the boy waited finally until Frayer noticed him. And Frayer said, well, what do you want? And he said, I just thought I'd tell you that I'm coming to work here tomorrow morning. He was just a young boy. I've come to work here and I'm going to start tomorrow. And he said, oh, who hired you? And he said, nobody. Yet, but I'll be on the job in the morning. If I'm not worth anything, you can fire me. Early the next morning, the young man returned to the garage and Freyer was not yet there, noticing that this young man noticed that the floor was thick with metal shavings uh, and accumulated dirt and grease and the boy got a broom and he shoveled that uh, floor and brushed that floor and swept the floor and made it clean to where it was a clean place for them. And then, of course, the rest of the boy's future was predictable. He went on to a national reputation as a race car driver and automotive expert. And in World War I, he was America's leading flying ace. Later, he founded Eastern Airlines, and his name is Eddie Rickenbacker. Some of you probably have heard of Eddie Rickenbacker. I've read other stories about Eddie Rickenbacker, but he had a drive in him, an initiative to say, I want to get to that point. I want to accomplish this. And when you consider he did it on his, to, we would think his own help, but I also believe after reading the book of De Deuteronomy that nothing happens unless God allows it to happen. And we need to thank the Lord for the blessings that we do receive because they do come from the hand of the Lord. He is the one that in, that orchestrates this thing. But yet, we find that Eddie Rickenbacker had an initiative. He had an initiative of something that he wanted to see come to pass in his life. I, I, I also, in, in real life, and I know that's a real life story, but in real life, connected with me, was a man named Eddie Sims. And some of my family know Eddie Sims, and he's, a, he's quite a character. I worked with him for years. He's like a brother to me. And a lot of stories I could tell about him, but he did the exact same thing that this man did. He needed a job. He was working as a, and I'm not trying to discredit uh, auto body shops, if anybody works in an auto body shop, but he had worked in this auto body shop, sanding cars all day, breathing the dust, smelling the fumes and all of this. And he got to a point where he got to thinking, you know, my dad taught me a trade in the heating and air conditioning trade. And he said, why am I here in this auto auto body shop, I want to make a change. I want to make a change. So he did. He, he actually seen a man that was working on a roof at a, he owned, this man owned the heating and air conditioning company. He drove by and he told this man, he said, uh, I need a job. He said, well, I don't have any, I don't need anybody right now. We've got plenty of workers. He said, well, I tell you what, I'll work a deal out with him. This is the way Eddie works. Matter of fact, it's interesting that Eddie Rickenbacker has the same name. 
something about eddies. Any eddies in the house today? But Eddie, Eddie told the man that he was desperate. He was tired of the work he was doing. He said, I tell you what, I'll work a deal with that, out with you. He said, if you will let me come to work tomorrow, I'll work for you for one week. If you don't like the way I work, he said, you don't even have to pay me. Just tell me to go on down the road. You don't even have to pay me a paycheck. So he, the guy said, okay, that's a pretty good deal. I think I can handle that. And knowing Eddie, he is the type of guy that when he gets in there, he gives everything to everything he does. He takes his tools, throws them on the floor, steps all over him. You've got to get out of his way because he's working and he's going to get something done. You might get a few things done. He's going to get 20 things done. And he went in that week and gave it everything that he had. He had initiative to get a job. And when he ended up at the end of the week, he went to the boss. He said, well, what do you think? He said, well, I tell you what, you are one of the best workers that I've got. You've got a job. Uh, you could stay working. And, and he worked with them. I don't know how many years he worked with him, but he worked with him because he had initiative. You see, in life, there is a need for initiative. But, you know, also in the kingdom of God, the spiritual realm, there is a need that if you want a miracle in your life, there is a need for initiative to step out and realize that what the word of the Lord says, that if we shall ask anything in his name, he will do it. I know that sometimes that we tend to ask amiss. But if we ask amiss, uh, I'm going to still have faith, but I'm going to trust God that what he's got is better than what I'm asking for. Amen? So you see, in this thought of, of, of miracles, in, the, in this thought of faith, in this thought of uh, the initiation of a miracle to initiate your miracle, we can't sit back and wait for it to come to us. Amen. There are scriptures in the Bible that talk about this. We, we might wonder why God isn't working a miracle in our life. We, we, we've got to get to the point where we've got to take a step of faith and believe God for the miracle. Amen. If we're going to see God come through, He is ready and willing to work a miracle out for your life. But how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? We must initiate that first step in faith to see our miracle happen. And it takes initiative. It takes a beginning, a starting point. He did all this. He did all of these things. And in the Bible, every man and woman that seen a miracle, they did all of these things because they had initiative, a hunger, a thirst to see it happen. They got desperate. They needed it in their life. It says in the book of James, chapter 2, verse 18 through 22, and I could put a tag on these scriptures as initiative. When you talk about works, works. Some people discredit works, but the Bible says faith without works is dead. You could also look at it that faith without initiative to take a starting point, take a step, is dead. We won't see it. But it says in James chapter 2, verse 18, Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works or thy initiative to get a starting point, to take a step. I know I'm adding to that, but that's what works is talking about. When you have faith, you have works. 
that goes along with that to step out and believe. Amen. I can have faith all day long that, uh, that, that I'm going to get a uh, new bass boat. And I can believe that all my life. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Now, if I push back a lot of other things and get rid of other things, maybe it might happen. It might happen. But yet, it does take initiative. Uh, I, I just use that as an example, but there's a lot of things in life. If I want it, I've got to take the initiative to believe the Lord beyond the voices of doubt and unbelief. i got to believe the Lord that it's going to happen for me. And it goes on, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Verse 21, Was not Abraham and our father justified by works? When he had offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar, he was simply, Abraham was believing the word of the Lord as the Lord took him and tested his faith to offer his son Isaac. But it didn't happen. God came through because he even spoke it out of his own mouth. He had the initiative to take a stand and believe God for a miracle for his life. And he said, God will provide himself a sacrifice. Did he not? And he also said, me and the lad will go yonder and we will come again. Yes, yes. Initiative, speaking faith, yes. taking steps of faith. Amen. In this house is faith. And there's faith and there's, a, there's the important ingredients for, uh, ingredients for making a miracle here today. It's not that we just stir this thing up and do it on our own, but it's coupled with the power of God. God wants to do more in our lives than what we can even imagine. He wants to do greater things in our life than what we could even imagine. It's a matter of us stepping out by faith. It, God can change our life. God can give us peace. God can give us deliverance. God can set us free. He, he, he can set us free from the bondage. We might be walking in blindness trying to find our way and realize there's got to be more to life than this. But yet my heart is longing for something more and I've tried to find it and I can't find it. But let me tell you, it's in God. It's in God today. Was not Abraham justified by works? When he had offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar, in results, he took the initiative to trust God. He took the steps, and God came through. And he did walk off that mountain with Isaac, and the Lord did provide himself a sacrifice for that day. Verse 22, seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was made, faith made perfect. Let me say that again. Seest thou now or seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. That's the completion of faith, a miracle. James 2 and 26, just stepping down just a little bit further. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. You see, there are some things we've got to understand here today that the Lord is saying, I'm just simply looking for someone to believe. He's just waiting for us to just simply believe him for a miracle. There are two questions about Jesus. I want to ask here today, what grieved Jesus the most? Second thing is, what pleased Jesus the most? 
Number one, I can, I can answer these questions. You probably could do it also. But he was pleased most when people believed what he said he would do. He was pleased most when people just simply had faith and believed that what he said he would do. But the second thing is he was grieved when people didn't believe. He was grieved when people didn't believe. So faith believes that God says what he means and means what he says. We can have a miracle today. We can have deliverance today. You might be up against a wall and not understand what you're going to do with the next step. But I'm telling you, if you will turn to the Lord, he's got a miracle here today in this house. But God responds to faith, to our faith. Everything we receive from the Lord is through faith. This book right here, it's not going to do anything for us until we read it and believe. With faith, we trust in God with, that the word is going to come to pass. And God doesn't always respond to our need, but always to our faith. Always to our faith. There's an example here in the Bible to point this out. That uh, Jesus was leaving Jericho in the book of Mark, chapter 10. And he had a huge crowd with him. And there was a blind man named Bartimaeus was sitting by the road. He was begging. And when he heard it was Jesus, he cried out to him. Bartimaeus had heard what miracles Jesus had done, who hadn't at that time heard about Jesus. Romans 10 and 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hearing the word of the Lord. Like I said, a miracle is going to come not because of me, but because of his word is coming forth. And we take the word and we believe the power of the word. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. People were all around Jesus as they were at Jericho and leaving Jericho. People were all around him. And uh, of course they told they told Bartimaeus, he said, hey, be quiet. Don't bother him. He was crying out pretty desperate because he was making initiative, taking some steps. He didn't know how to get there. He just could only follow a voice because he was blind. But yet we see he cried out even louder when they tried to suppress it. He was putting his initiative to start this miracle into overdrive. He was wanting this miracle so bad. I can only imagine if we were blind, we would want to see. And because of his persistent faith, he got louder and he initiated his miracle through faith in Jesus. He had heard of the miracles. He had believed in the miracles and he was wanting that miracle for himself. So in Mark 10, 49, the Bible says, And Jesus stood still. And commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying unto him. Be of good comfort. Rise he calleth thee. And he came to Jesus. It's amazing that Jesus was focused on going to Jerusalem. That was his focus. And of course there were multitudes of people that were around him. And I know without a doubt that most of the, a lot of those people had needs. They all had needs. Those needs didn't necessarily stop Jesus for him to turn and, 
and attention. I tell you what made, made Jesus stop and, and go to attention to those, uh, to blind Bartimaeus is because he initiated, initiated his miracle through faith. He cried out even more. He didn't let obstacles stop him. He didn't let the voices that told him, come on, hush down, you don't need to do that. Don't bother the, the, the master, the teacher. Don't bother Jesus. And he got so desperate in his initiating his own miracle that he cried out even more, even louder, because he was desperate. Amen. Their needs didn't cause him, they didn't cause Jesus to stop and put a hold on his plans. It was the voice of faith from a blind man that needed a miracle in his life, not the silence of others that stopped Jesus in his tracks. They didn't do that, but it was the man that initiated his miracle by speaking faith. And that's the same thing that God wants today in this house. Jesus gave the instruction, Mark 10, and, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. But discouragement didn't stop him. And when he made it to Jesus, this is what Jesus said to him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? What a question to ask a blind man. The blind man could have said, can you heal my arthritis? The blind man could have said, can you suppress this cold that I've got? The blind man could have, you know, he could have picked out some little simple things that maybe he knew possibly he would get over anyway. No, he, he chose his greatest need and his faith was rising to the occasion to say, I need my sight back. I need healing in my eyes. Jesus wanted to see evidence of his faith. What wilt thou have me to do for you? And what, what would it be like today if God said to us, and I know there's a lot of needs in every one of our lives that we need a miracle in. But what, what if God said to us, what a beautiful thing when, when God would say, what do you need? What do you need me to do for you? Faith speaks out of our mouth. It professes. Bartimaeus could have, could have said anything, but yet he said the very thing that he needed the most. We categorize miracles in the simplest to the hardest. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter with God what's simple or what's hard. I look at the simple things and I realize that the small things and simple things to me or to some might be big to me and the same thing with you. I do realize that we categorize miracles, but yet today in this house, whatever miracle you need... God is ready and willing to work that miracle because He desires to do it for His people, for His creation, for those that He loves, and that's us today and those that are beyond the walls of this church. He loves this world because we're all creation of His. He wants to perform a miracle of healing, deliverance, but He wants to perform a miracle of salvation. 
a miracle. And we categorize miracles. Nothing's impossible with God to those that believe. To those that believe. So then Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Not thy need, but thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately, the Bible said, he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Now I want to go back and I want to under, you to understand here today that sometimes we, we think it should happen right away. And I've seen miracles happen in a moment's time. I've seen it happen quick. I remember Sister Sharon Adamitis, and some of you remember this. Uh, she was prayed for. There was a big lump on her hand. I think a part of it was arthritis. And, and when she was prayed for, that lump on her hand just went away. It was a miracle. Some of you can testify to the fact that that happened. There was a miracle that day because there was faith in the house. There was an initiation that I've got to have some help here. I need a help and a touch from God. And he said, go thy way, if thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. There were other needs in the crowd, but the one that got the attention of the Lord is the one that stepped out by faith and said, God, I believe this. I need this. I believe and what I've heard. I claim it in Jesus' name. Today, uh, the Bible is saying to us that faith cometh by hearing. If you hear this word today, and if you just simply believe, God can do anything in your life. I remember the day that I repented of my sins. I gave my soul to the Lord. I asked Him to forgive me. You might say, well, it's a simple thing. Yeah, it's a... It can be a simple thing. We really have a heart where it's going to receive it. And I asked God to forgive me. I was open and honest with the Lord. I said, Lord, I need you to forgive me. And guess what? He forgave me. And there was an experience in that asking for forgiveness that was supernatural. I literally felt a miracle in my life I, because my heart was ready for it. I felt weights lifted up off of my heart, off of my soul, off of my life. I felt the freedom and liberty of that. But it didn't stop there. That was just a starting point. The, the, the repentance, there's a supernatural experience in dying to my old self. And then there was baptism. I remember going down into the water uh, of baptism. And uh, I took on the name of Jesus. And when I was baptized, I felt my sins washed away. And I felt free. I felt deliverance. And then I received, of course, the Holy Ghost. And I, I received His Spirit inside of me. It was a power that I cannot explain it fully to you how great that it was. If we're here looking for a miracle for our body, for healing, if we're here looking for a financial miracle for our finances, where we could pay our bills and have a better life, it's here. If we're looking for salvation and victory in our life, it's here today. It's all in the Word of God. Everything in the Word of God, it's the power of salvation. It's the power of victory. Amen. Yes. Yes. Miracles. Miracles are in the house. Sister Burke took the first step. She made the initiative because she's got a miracle that she needs. It's a healing for her cough. It's been giving her problems for a long time. We're going to believe today because she took the initiative. And we're going to believe. I'd like for us to stand.
I want you to stretch your hand. There is a miracle in the house today. In Jesus' name. God, we come to you, the miracle worker. We come to you, Lord, the God that created us. Lord, I pray right now that you will give her the deliverance that she needs in the name of Jesus. Lord, she took the initiative to take a step of faith. She heard the word and she believes God. We claim this victory right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, we claim victory for her, Lord, that it will flow through her, God, that there will be no more problem. No more problem with coughing, Lord. Let it be cleared up out of her lungs, out of her throat, out of her sinuses. God, let there be complete deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. God, there's a miracle in the house because the miracle worker is here. We lift it up before you. We have faith in you right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I believe in you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let virtue flow through her right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Is there any other need today? We're talking about God. We're talking about God working a miracle right now. Hallelujah. Sister Lonnie came up for prayer and she believed the Lord to heal her spine that was curved and God healed her of it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I believe. He believed. He believed. There is there is a need, as Brother Ayers taught us on Wednesday night, to realize who we are. We have the kingdom of God in us, and we're taking authority over these sicknesses and these problems and these pains. We're going to pray today for Sister Juwan. She has faith. And we're going to pray for healing in your arms, right? And in your feet. She's been battling with this. And we're going to claim it miracles in the house of the Lord today as we believe. Let's pray right now in the name of Jesus. God, we take authority right now. We claim victory right now. God, we put it in your hands because we believe in you. We believe in the power of your spirit. We believe in the glory of your presence. God, there's nothing impossible with you, Lord. And I pray, God, that you will touch her arms and the joints. Amen. And her wrist and her shoulders and her back and her neck. I pray, God, that you will touch her today and bring forth healing. And I pray, God, for her feet and her ankles and her legs. God, let there be healing that will flow through her right now. God, we simply stand upon the word of the Lord. And by your faith, you are made whole. In Jesus' name, 
God be lifted up and put it in your hands right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh God, we realize who we are. We're children of the King, kings and priests in you, Lord. We are nothing without you, God. We believe for that miracle right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. According to your faith. So be it. So be it. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay. We're going to pray. Let's pray for, let's pray for Sister Imogene right now. We're going to claim healing right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are the almighty God. You are our healer, our deliverer. God, there are miracles in this house today. And you desire to work these miracles. I pray God for Sister Imogene right now. I pray God that you will give her healing in her body. I pray that you will help her, God, to be able to walk the way she needs to walk. I pray, God, that you will stop the dizziness. I take authority against it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. I claim it in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that the power of your Spirit will minister to her right now. And God, we give you a praise and thanks for this victory. Hallelujah. According to your faith, so be it. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. It is done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I praise you for it. I praise you for it. We take authority against it. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, yes. Amen. Any other needs today? It has nothing to do with me. It just has to do with God and our faith. Amen. Yes. Okay. We're going to pray right now that God's going to touch. Sister Sai, let me ask about your, what about your sugar? You need that touch too. Yes. We are the children of God. Yes, we are. It's all about Him. He is the healer. And we're going to pray today that God would heal Sister Sonia. There is, there is a sinus issue, is that correct? And it's affecting your ears? Okay. And she also has an issue with sugar. Her sugar levels are high. And sugar diabetes? Okay. We're going to pray today. We're going to take authority over this. God's given us dominion over this. That's in his word. Let's pray right now. Jesus, I pray God that you will touch Sister Sonia. I pray God that you will bring forth a miracle. Lord, let her feel that ministering of the Holy Ghost. God, that healing come to her, Lord, and a testimony. Lord, unto our faith that's what makes us whole God we believe in you we put our faith in you God hallelujah hallelujah that miracle is for you right now in the name of Jesus for healing for your sugar levels for healing for your sinuses those of your hearing 
pray, God, for a complete deliverance. Right now, take it all away, God. In Jesus' name. Uh, yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Walk in the praises of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Yes. Amen. Any other needs today? And if you need the Holy Ghost, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost today. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. We're going to believe the Lord. You stepped up by faith. In the Bible, the Lord says, by your faith. Jesus, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will touch her throat. You will touch God. The passages through her throat, I pray that you will open them up. I pray, God, that you will give her the healing that she needs today. Lord, she's been battling with this. She's been struggling with this. And I bind it in the name of Jesus, this attack against her, God. I pray, Lord, that you will give her the healing that she needs right now. Let there be a flow of your spirit through her today. She has come forth and took the initiative for her miracle. God, I pray that you will perform that miracle for her right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. In the name that is above every name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, that's right. Just thank you, Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. I claim it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, it's not based on feelings. It's based on faith. And what God is doing right now, He has started a work in your life. Amen. Oh, just keep praising Him for it. Just keep praising Him for it. Yes, we thank you, God. Lord, a completeness and a wholeness today, God. Hallelujah. The Lord cares about your need. And he sees your faith and it has turned him around. And he's come and he's reached out to you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. Thank you for it. Yes. Yes, God. Keep praising him for it. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. Amen. God knows in your faith has brought that to his attention. Hands you, prayer. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray God, that you will you know bring the forth healing her heart, God. in her body. Lord, faith, 
is what turns you around and focuses upon the, the needs that are there in your life. She spoke today, God, of what she has need of. As the question is asked by you, what do you have need of? She said she needs direction for her life. She needs healing for her body. God, I pray today that you will let it flow through her right now. Let her feel that healing virtue. Let it flow through her life, God. It's all about our faith in you and standing upon the word of God. I claim it right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just continue to praise him for it. Continue to praise him for it. Glory has a cough. Okay. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Just to be gone, that cough to be gone. Right? Jesus. Jesus is the one going to heal. Amen. Lord Jesus, I want you to pray. Pray too. Pray to Jesus. Lord, we pray right now, God, that you will bring forth healing. Amen. 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 According to our faith, so be it. Amen. According to our faith, it's what makes us whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It just simply means us believing the word of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You sure can. Yes. He needs healed. His diabetes has to go. Amen. If God can make a spine straight and take a tumor out of a foot. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, diabetes is nothing. We're just going to pray God for a new pancreas. That's all it is. Yes. He can do it. Well, faith is rising within this church, and you're seeing the results of what's happening with faith. And we're, Sister Lonnie, you're realizing who you are in God. <laughs> Same with us, but you're realizing it. That's where God's breaking point was. Yes. That's when he turned and said, Thank you, Jesus. Right. Breaking point is where God restores. Yes. yes. Brother Smith promised us yeah. renewal, revival, yes. and restoration. restoration. I'm claiming it for myself. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. You're initiating your miracle today. Oh, thank you. Jesus. I just God. want to remind you she's standing in for her son. Yes. 
But just a few weeks ago, a pastor's wife stood in place for her mom, who had itching throughout her body for two full years. Doctors could not figure it out. She wasn't even in the room, but her daughter stood in her place. We mm -hmm. prayed over her daughter as we were praying in the spirit for the mother. Yes. And within 12 days, all of her itching was completely Let's pray together. Amen. Amen. Glory Sister Sister Tanya has been taking steps of faith for for David also. And we thank the Lord for that. That's what it all that's what it's all about. It has nothing to do with me. I can't perform any miracle, but it has to do all with God and our faith and our initiative to step out in faith. Amen. Let's thank the Lord again. Any other before we do that, any other needs? Any other needs here tonight? We'll pray for it. Miracles have happened in this house today. Yes, Amen. Anybody? Let's, let's thank the Lord for what he's done. God, we thank you. We praise you, Lord, for it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you praise for the miracle, for the wonders of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we stand upon the power of your word. We claim this victory of your word here today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. All we, all we can do is stand on this word. Amen. And we want to hear the testimonies when it all comes about and there's things that are happening right now. We want to hear the testimonies. Amen. God bless you. Go ahead. If you will notice, um, Sister Darlene initiated your, sir, your message today. Right. Absolutely. She Amen. Before you had yeah. I was wanting to tell her. What's that? I did fight. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right, right, right. Well, I was wanting to tell you what I was going to preach, but I thought, nope, we'll just wait. <laughs> but it's, the Lord orchestrates these things. Amen. It's all about Him. Let's praise Him again. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. God bless you.